stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. You're listening to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland, 402-464-5685. Sarner Heyman text line, Honda Bling and Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you guys. You can also check us out on the Sarner Heyman Jewelers video stream. See what's going on here in studio. You can also interact with us on those platforms. Give us a like, share, subscribe. We are so close to 3,000. 3, I was about to say 300. We have way more than 3. We're close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. If you're on the YouTube stream, please give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a share. We appreciate each and every one of you. Want to give a shout-out to Mary Ellens. It is Friday. If you're on your way home, if you've had a long work week, Go ahead and treat yourself. Mary Ellen's food for the so ribs, chicken wings, <laughs> pork sandwiches, whatever. Literally, whatever they got. They some of the best yams in town too. Stricken. Yeah, the yams are it. slamming. I the had yams that. are awesome. Yeah, I mean, spaghetti. They they literally have everything, anything, and everything. I love their potato salad too. They make a, a mean potato salad there too. So twenty seventh and Pine Lake is the address for Mary Ellen's. If you're headed home early, go ahead and check them out. Treat yourself. It is officially the weekend. Strick, we got a big game this weekend. The Nebraska Cornhuskers. They're gonna bring in. I believe Purdue now sits at number three in the country. I'll have to look that up. But uh, Purdue, one of the best teams in the country. They will come to. PBA. They're actually number four. Number four. Well, it could me. be it could be a different you know rating. Maybe it was the coach's four. poll. I, yeah. But they're, they're three or four, whichever poll you're looking at. Um, this is an interesting one for Nebraska, and I want you to break it down a little bit because Nebraska coming off a very emotional win at Creighton, who at the time was the seventh ranked team in the country. They go to the CHI Health Center, uh, defeat Creighton pretty handsomely too. They they controlled that entire game. Uh, they have to go back on the road again, go to Assembly Hall, play uh, the Indiana Hoosiers. Trace Jackson Davis has a triple-double. Nebraska without Sam Greasel, they fall short. Uh, kind of a, a wash game. You're coming off an emotional win. You're without your starting point guard uh it, it is what it is and now you have no time to rest because you are bringing in the number four team in the country in the purdue boilermakers uh, one of the early favorites to win the national championship if you look at vegas's odds too uh, a big physical purdue team so strict just break it down for me uh what, what's going on with the sam greasel situation have you heard anything going on with that and and what needs to happen for Nebraska to have success? Well, right now it's looking like he's going to be okay to okay. to possibly play. I, Might be a little bit weaker. It looks like yeah. he still is dealing with a little bit yeah, of an illness, some after effects. But right. it doesn't seem as if it's something to like where we didn't know about the Derek Walker situation. Right. It's probably going to be still a game time decision. Right. If he doesn't come in feeling good, you know, he'll probably sit out. But this is the this may be one of their toughest stretches that they have to endure right now yeah absolutely you know, going through Creighton then have to go on the road to a number 14 Indiana and then come home to number four uh, Purdue <clears throat> Purdue who, is no joke who too. is who has one of the uh top candidates for the player of the year Zach Eady yeah. uh, in Zach Eady averaging uh 20 23 points a game shooting over 60 percent and he rebounds, shoots good free too, free yeah. throws. So he's a walking double double. Thirteen rebounds. Yeah, absolutely. He's 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 tough, man. And um, seven four. And they're gonna have to basically use all of their big men. They're all gonna be tested. They're all gonna have to be physical. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. 
and again, I talked about it on uh, on the block earlier this week. <clears throat> and for me, I think they have to double teams Edie. I don't think you can let him go one on one. He can use both hands. He can go over both shoulders. Uh, he has a good soft touch. Um, but I think they need to double team him on the dribble. And I, I haven't been down. I haven't looked at it. I haven't checked their, their game plan strategy. I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but I'm going to be watching intently to see how they're going to uh, manage those double teams against Edie. Um, are they going to put two guys on him mm-hmm. as far as rebounding? I mean, he, he is the guy. He's, he's the guy you're going to want to try to curtail and, and keep under wraps. Um, and you, you, I think you want to run. This is a game where, I mean, I know we haven't talked about it much with the Huskers. I think this is a game that they want to put them in the open court a little bit more. You know, not allow them to get set right. and settled in, 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 in a defense. I think they want to get him, you know, push the ball up court, get in, you know, get into some drive and quick kicks and not allow Edie to get set. So I think it's one of those type of games. And if you look at Purdue's last few games, just to kind of give you a recap of what's been happening for them lately, they blow out Gonzaga 84-66, to then face off against Duke, blow them out 75-56, to their last three wins coming at Florida State against Minnesota and Hofstra. So uh, the, this Purdue team is no joke. They average 80 points a game, only give up 62. Like Strick said, they're pretty efficient, 47% from the field. Outside uh, average, of FSU, FSU, they're beating people by 20. Yeah, I mean, they're blowing out teams, and that game also was at Florida State, too, uh, who Nebraska beat, by the way. But uh, the only the only matchup they've had in the Big Ten so far is hosting a Minnesota team and, and winning by 19. Uh, they average 42 rebounds a game, so again, a big physical team. Uh, th- th- this is how I look at it, Strick, is if you're playing against this Purdue team, you're going to have to have grease on the floor. And, and I don't know what that's going to look like, unfortunately, for him. I don't know if that looks like 100%. I, I know that, he, again, he's dealing with an illness. He wasn't able to give it a go against Indiana. And it showed on the court. And, and against a team like Purdue, I just think that a guy like Sam Greasel has to be on the floor. At their guard positions, they do have some size. Right. Um, they're, they have a good balance of experience, and they have a good balance of youth. Um, at their guard position, I mean, they go across the guard position six five, six seven, six two, six four. So, they've got guys that are capable mm-hmm. of handling the size of Greaseau, and, and it, it may not necessarily be an an ultra mismatch, but it's one that they still want to be able uh, to use and to have him to settle it down. You saw there was a little bit of disarray with the offense and the way that they were running stuff, their ability to get into stuff, to get there quickly, to know where they want to go. And so having Greaseau back will help in that process, hopefully. Do how do you game plan for a player like Zach Eady? Because – you talk about the double teams, and I'm assuming that's what a lot of teams are going to do against Purdue. Uh, that's probably what Nebraska is going to do. But then, obviously, you're going to leave open shooters. Purdue probably puts up uh, a decent amount of threes off of those those double teams there in the post. How do you guard a guy like that? Because for what it's worth, to Nebraska, a little bit more size than last year. But I mean, Derek Walker's not that seven four guy. Does does Blaze see a little bit more time? Absolutely. I just, how, like how how because to be honest with you, you're not going to stop Zach Eady. Mm-hmm. Simply put, you're not going to stop him. But you have to at least contain him if you want to give yourself a chance. Yeah, absolutely. And and listen, this is a deep team too. When, and when I and when I say deep, Very. I mean that they go deep. They go. 
Uh, Zach Eady averaging 30 minutes. Uh, Lawyer Fletcher averaging 27. Brandon Smith, 28. Brandon Newman, one of their guards, he he's 17 minutes. Caleb First, 6'10 forward, he's almost 20 minutes. Trey Wren, uh, 14. Mason Gillis, 20 minutes. Ethan Morton, 23 average. Uh, David Jenkins, 15, and then Brian Waddell is the lowest of them in 10. So they basically have two units. They basically have two units. So they're going to be able to make sure that Zach Eady gets rest. You have to take advantage of it when he's off the floor. You have to be able to pound them. Beat them up. Get it. Make sure you're securing rebounds. Get into open floor. Attack the rim. You want to do all those things. And then you want to get into mid-range game when Zach Eady's out there. I don't think you want to test his – his mental and his metal. He's averaging two blocks a game. Uh, not a high, high number for somebody his size, but he's, he's seven foot four. Ha- half of those you don't have to block. You just have to freaking be in the in the atmosphere of of when the shots are being taken, and you can challenge that. So we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. I'll be in the house. I'm going to be looking forward to yeah, seeing what I'll, they do. Yeah, I'll be there too, and it'll be a fun game to watch. I think Nebraska fans are going to show up pretty well for this one because, again, that, that, that win against Creighton built a little bit of momentum into this team, into this yeah. fan base, so that'll be fun to watch. Nebraska, Nebraska ball fan uh, brings up a good point. I was going to ask you this too, Strick. He asked, will we see Walker and Keita on the floor at the same time probably. against Purdue? You probably will. Just because you want more size? You want more size, yeah. Yeah, you you want more rebound prowess, and and especially in this game, um, because they can they shoot, but they don't. Um, they're not like crazy slashers. They're execution team that can shoot, and they like to get it inside and work off of Edie. So yeah, that that they're, you're going to want more size. But you, when you what you get with Keita, you're going to get size physicality to match up with Edie. What you get with Derek Walker is you're going to get good hands, the ability to get deflections and steal if he's trying to make passes out of the double team, but also to be able to rebound that backside. That's what you want to be able to do. I also think too. That you probably want them both on the floor because Zach Eady draws a lot of fouls, so you're gonna, you're going to need those ten fouls. Well, the good thing about you're going to need all ten of them. The good thing about Nebraska is they're uh, I think they're third in the country in um, in 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 not fouling. Okay, so they don't foul a lot. They've actually made more free throws than other teams that they've played attempted. Which is a crazy stat. And Nebraska misses a lot of free throws. And they so they gotta take they gotta take some free throws. So so that's a crazy stat. They don't foul that much. So yes, there's probably gonna be probably more fouls this game than when than you're guarding a seven have. foot four yeah. center, it's yeah, it's inevitable. It's gonna be happening. Um how, is there is there any way let me ask you on the reverse side, because I know as a defensive guy, you played against some some guys that are a lot bigger than you. I love the picture with you boxing out Yao Ming, which is awesome. Is there any way to possibly get him in foul trouble? Because I always look at that, a bigger guy, he's going to be taking it in the post. There's going to be opportunity for charges. I just I, I just want to pick your brain and how you defend a guy like this, because Nebraska has no one on the court that's going to be able to match his size and physicality, but you can probably mention maybe intensity, um, the double teams, like you mentioned, like how do you defend a guy like this? All right. So, whenever I've defended guys in 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 size more than me, right? You two parts. Like I, I had to defend Tim Duncan at one point. I remember you were telling me that. When and you know. the key for defending him is to make sure he was not on the block. I could never let him get establishment on the block. So they're gonna have to push him out. 
They're going to have to be a little physical. Obviously, you can't be as physical as you used to. You have to do it in little subtle ways. You have to do it with your hip. You kind of got to do it with your hip, your leg, just just in subtle areas to get leverage with underneath him to make sure he catches. You have to have some form, not a frontal, but some form of three-quarter, and you have to be active with your feet. So, therefore, you have to make the pass to be lobbed, not to allow him to get advantage to have straight direct right. line to the basket, but to make sure that when he goes, he's going to have to go and catch that ball, and then he's going to going to be off the block. That's kind of what you want to do. So then you can get behind him or you can get in a space where your double teams are coming, whatever they're going to do. So that's the way that you do it also. And, again, you don't give him any leverage to where he can counter. So you want to straight, you want to go straight behind him. You want to off on him, body to him, off, shift, reach at it. You want to do different things to keep him off guard. You can't let him get into a form of a rhythm so that he can know where your body's at and know where his practice counters come from. Because that's what he's the coaches are doing with him they're saying okay you're leveraged to this side boom you go to your jump to the left you're leveraged on this side okay boom your drop step to your you know what i mean so they're gonna they're gonna know those counters you want to throw all of that out of the window reach dig swipe body off shift you want to do all these different things you don't give them the same look every time last question i got for you before we go to break what does Nebraska have to do to not only be competitive but give themselves a chance to win in this one? Well, they're going to have to be efficient. Uh, again, they haven't been turning the ball over quite often. They're going to have to shoot and make open shots. They're going to have to um, have a great draw and kick game, meaning not overdrive, don't get into traffic, don't get into trouble, but get deep enough to cause help to come and you're going to have to make mid-range shots. It's 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 you're going to have to make your threes and you're going to have to make mid-range shots. That's the only way. And you have to uh I think you have to speed them up some. Meaning you can't just let them just sit and just go into a pass post game because you're going to want to try to get steals. You want to try to get into open court. You want to try to push the tempo because you want Edie running. You don't want him to just be able to plod up and down the no. court, get into a and spot. And that's what Purdue's going to try and do. That's what they're going to try to do. You want to get his legs moving. You want to take that away so that anything he does in the, in, in, in the post is 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 uh, an exerted effort that may leave some shots short. This, this doesn't get comfortable. It'll be fun to watch, too. Again, Purdue comes into this one, the fourth-ranked team in the country, still hasn't lost 9-0. Nebraska sitting at 6-4, and so a winning record. Interestingly enough, the ESPN matchup predictor gives Nebraska a 33% chance of winning this one. So the, the, the odds aren't in Nebraska's favor, per se, but uh, definitely better than you might think. Again, Zach Eady averaging 23-13, and 13, one of the best players in the country. This one will will uh, kick off or get tip off at 1.15 tomorrow afternoon at PBA. If you can't head over to the stadium, it'll be on Big Ten Network. We got to take a quick break. We got one more segment. We're going to wrap it up, put a nice bow on it before we head into the weekend. You listen on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. Stay with us.